0: This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex in the City podcast. My name is Megan McKeever, and I'll be your host slash drinking buddy for the next hour or so. Now, for those of you listening for the very first time, we'll be watching through the entire series of Sex in the City, and each week I'll have a brand new guest to join me. So this week, we have an amazing guest for you, John Costa, and we'll be watching season two, episode 17, entitled 20-something girls versus 30-something women. If you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at C-A-T-C podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any other thoughts, opinions, ideas, whatever, you can email us at Cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from all of you. This show is brought to you by BoardWalk Audio, and they've got a lot of other awesome podcasts. So head over to BoardWalkAudio.com to check them out. And if you like the show and want to support it, the best way to do so is by shopping. That's right, you heard it here. Just go to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Cosmos, click on the Amazon logo to the left, and start shopping. We'll also put a link in the show notes. All right, guys, well, enjoy the show. Well, hello. Welcome to Cosmos and the City, the Sex in the City podcast. Cheers.
0: Cheers. 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 Clink. Clink, clink.
1: <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about season two, episode 17, entitled 20 something girls versus 30 something women. And today my very special guest is John Costa. Hello.
0: It's me. I'm here.
1: You are here.
0: This is very exciting.
1: <laughs> so glad you're here. Thank you. So, John. Tell us about
0: yourself. Um let's see. Myself as it relates to Sex and the City is important for for listeners specifically because this was my very first episode of Sex and the City. Oh, it's so good um, to hear. I, as as <laughs> very sad as that is, it's like a show that, you know, everyone references and talks about and a show that I've been meaning to get to. So I'm really glad I jumped in at the end of season 2. Um but, you know, we're here. It was fun.
1: Yeah, this is a fun episode, it's too. A, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Well, what do you do?
0: Um, I'm a writer in Los Angeles. Very cliche. Great. Um, and, and that's my story. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, uh, we don't really have a lot of writers on the podcast, so you're kind of rare. A lot of them are actors, comedians.
0: It was a well-written episode. <laughs> we, can ju- <laughs> we can jump into that if we need to.
1: That's great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to double-check who wrote it.
0: It was written by our good friend uh Darren Starr,
1: oh, it was written by Darren yeah. starr, yeah, great, was it?
0: yep, and directed by <laughs> I paid awesome. attention to the credits, <laughs> okay, I took notes. <laughs>
1: I'll believe you um all right, so let's just do a quick recap of the episode
0: let's let's do it.
1: um, it starts out with this like Brady Bunch montage. Thanks. Which, quite
0: honestly, I did not realize that was <laughs> abnormal because <laughs> this is my first episode. I was like, wow, they're really just playing off the Brady Bunch here. Who knew that shows with this format could be so successful time and time again? Um, I, I pulled out a script and just plugged it right into the top. Um, no, I thought it was fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's not how they normally okay. start out. good to know. Um, and Carrie, I guess, is just telling just the story about these three couples that are supposed to stay in this house in the Hamptons and then they all cheated on each other?
0: They they all cheated on each other or at least tried to, um, which is counts as cheating in yeah. my book, um, which rendered the house useless for them apparently. So now they had an opportunity to go vacation there.
1: Right. So I guess some random friend of Charlotte's named Janet, who we never meet and never will, um, is like, Charlotte, uh, we're all like kind of, you know, cheating on each other. Um."
0: (laughs) What a great friend to have, by the way. Can you? I just need a friend who is cheating on their spouse or their significant other so they can hand me their nice vacation home for a week during the summer. That's all I need in my life.
1: I mean, I think they still had to like pay for it. It's just the fact that, I guess... Vacation homes in the Hamptons, Oh, no? They did get it cheap, though. Right. I think I remember they got it cheap, and um, I guess the homes in in the Hamptons you have to kind of book like way in advance.
0: Plus, you know, they might all have. They said they might all have kids or get married soon, so this was it. This is this is like this is like that story. You know, it's like that high school movie where like they're about to move away to college and they need to have like one last summer adventure together. Yeah, that's what this felt like.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Yeah, they're all at, like, uh, breakfast, and Charlotte's just like, come on, girls. Like, we need to do this. Come on, it gets our last hurrah. (laughs) And they're like, okay.
0: Yeah, there was a surprising amount of pushback for, like, a reasonably priced vacation home in the Hamptons.
1: Yeah, well, I don't really understand. I mean, I guess we can go ahead and get into this. I don't really understand the Hamptons, (laughs) because, like... (laughs) Um, so they, they went there on a jitney.
0: Correct. Which I guess is it's just a, a big some sort bus. Of bus. Yeah.
1: Um, but to me, when I go on vacation, like I stay there and like, and then it's over and yeah. then I come back. It's like, mm-hmm. I go there, I'm on the vacation and then I come back and the vacation's over. But they were like just going back and
0: forth. <laughs> they did do a back and forth thing. Maybe that's why they took the bus. I don't know.
1: I'm like, did they have the house for like the whole month or something?
0: You know, this is something that I think we're going to have to consult Darren Starr on. We're going to give him a call during this episode.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, I got his number. Get get an answer. I wonder if I can find his number in the next. My phone's off.
1: Good. I'm sure Darren's like, please don't call me, please don't call me. Because he's, he's listening, listening to right the episode. Now. He's
0: like, you know, it's really weird that my phone did not ring like a couple weeks ago when this was taping.
1: Yeah, he's uh, our number one fan. He is. Um. He, he
0: told me, and that's why I'm here.
1: So, yeah, I, I just don't understand because Carrie just kept going to the Hamptons and then leaving the Hamptons and, and,
0: and going back. And is the Hamptons a place where you never need a car? It's so small that you can walk everywhere or just call some kind of townie to take you from the beach to the house. Because this is before Uber. Correct.
1: Right. This is before. before, 1999. They had had taxis, but a taxi is not going to.
0: Do they have taxis in the Hamptons? Probably.
1: Probably like nice ones. (laughs)
0: Right. So you take a town car to the beach.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, and I don't even really understand how far away the Hamptons is from New York City. We're not from
0: New York. We live in Los Angeles. Someone <laughs> yes. help us, please. Yes,
1: yeah, so if you can tell us, please um, DM me on the Insta
0: or DM me on Insta.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: if you can find it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be in the the show notes.
0: It's I you know
1: <laughs> the link to your it's a friends and family your Instagram. Insta. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, do you have to? Are you like one of those people? We have to request. I'm not
0: private. Although oh, okay. um, I haven't posted anything on it I'm a really bad, I'm a really bad Angelino. I haven't posted it on Instagram in over a year. Um, that's okay. Yeah,
1: I mean that's just not your form no, of. It's not. Although are you a Twitter? This is
0: probably not going to make the episode. Oh, <laughs> maybe it will. Maybe I shouldn't have said that.
1: No, that's. Okay. I used
0: to work for a company who, like, my literal my job was to grow and post things on our Instagram <laughs> pages.
1: Did you do it?
0: I did, I did well. Oh, great. I did well despite never having posted on my own Instagram. Yeah.
1: So you're actually good at it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So come follow me for the promise that one day something good might happen.
1: <laughs> but are you on like, do you do Twitter or do you have like another form of social, I social do, media that I, you I like? I
0: do try to post on Twitter regularly.
1: Um, I feel like that's where all the no. writers go.
0: You're right. Twitter feels very writerly because there's some things that are not good enough to, like, make a script or a stand-up or something like that. And you're like, well, I'm not going to waste this <laughs> joke, so I might as well put it on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, yeah.
1: Great. great. <laughs> Twitter. Um, do you not have a Twitter? Yeah. No, I do. Okay, good. Um, CATC podcast.
0: I was going to say, you better shout it out right <laughs> That's
1: now. That's the uh, Twitter for the podcast. Uh Let's see. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the thing happening with Samantha is that she fires her assistant.
0: Which, can I be honest with you, that felt – I didn't realize she fired her. I thought she was just complaining about her for a little while. And then she suddenly became like a superstar publicist. And I no, wait. Was, You're maybe right. Maybe I miss
1: – She didn't fire her. I think she just quit. Okay. Yeah, I think the girl just quit, and she was like, get out.
0: Can I be honest with you? For I've never been an assistant as to a publicist, <laughs> but I have been an assistant in L.A. And that girl should have been fired so fast. She did not deserve to have a job. Yeah. She was an assistant, and here Samantha is saying, please get someone on the phone for me, and she was just like, you know.
1: She wouldn't I'm get sorry, off her I got, own phone
0: I got, I, got other, I got other people to talk to.
1: I guess in her mind, it's like she wanted to be Samantha, right? Like she was a, her assistant, but in her end goal is have her own PR firm. Sure. So she's like Samantha. I'm trying to cultivate my own relationships. Like
0: it's not what I'm paying you for, honey. That's
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, hey, though, it worked
0: out for her. So he, credit to her, I guess.
1: Well, it kind of did. Yeah. Like, the The party kind of was starting to sink yeah, there, nice.
0: and you know no. Spoiler alert! She she may or may not have ended up with a nasty surprise. Oh yeah. Um, to top off, <laughs> we, we can talk about we'll talk, that. We'll get into yeah, yeah. that later.
1: Um, but also, th- it felt very um, millennial to me. Like she
0: does. Yeah. She feels like such a millennial. She's got like shit all over her desk. <laughs> she does not care about anything. She's on the phone in a different way, but still, um, she's just like on her phone all the time. And she didn't, I don't know, she had a very blasé attitude.
1: Yeah, I think Nina was like the first millennial.
0: <laughs> yes. We'll give her credit for being the first millennial stereotype.
1: Because it's like, I, I mean, this episode probably came out in like 99 or 2000. 99. So she had to be the first.
0: Right, because when it was 1999, all of us millennials were like seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably bad bad math.
1: <laughs> probably. I was
0: seven years old.
1: Yeah, so so it had to be her, Nina G, public relations.
0: I think we all deserve, <laughs> uh, I think she deserves a thank you from all of us. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Nina.
1: Nina Shut G. Up. Um, Yes, so that j- that happens. So you need to know that Samantha or has that assistant and she gets fired or she quits. Um, Now, on the Jidney, we'll go back to that fun bus thing. Charlotte meets Greg
0: who is right. being 26. Right. And she is 27.
1: In this episode with a, wink.
0: <laughs> with a hard wink. Yes. Yeah. Um I was this is going to sound bad. I really like Greg. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely didn't help himself at the end of the episode, but prior to that I was a Greg sympathizer and a big Greg fan. Um you know, he's living his life He's enjoying his twenties. He's very stereotypical. Twenty six. He's a good-looking guy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, he's much better looking than the doctor that they were all fawning over.
1: Excuse. Bradley Migo. Bradley
0: Migo. <laughs> uh, not a catch.
1: Yeah. Although he's
0: rich, so you know, depends on what you're looking for.
1: Um. But you know. <laughs> so you like Brad? Oh, uh, not Brad. No, uh, Greg. Greg. Greg.
0: Greg's my guy. Um, I don't think that I would be his guy, but, uh, Greg's my guy.
1: No, you'd be like the, the fun friend.
0: Right. Greg and I could hang out on the beach together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be perfect.
1: Um, yeah, I will say like, I have, um, that's happened to me before where an older person was like lied about their age and okay. and I believed them.
0: Yeah. Like I had no Why reason not
1: to. So I do kind of feel bad for Greg because—
0: Did you find that to be offensive? Did you find it to be sad? What, like, what was the reaction when you found out that they were not being truthful?
1: I was upset because I was like—because it's about the lying. I was like, I don't care sure. about your age, but you don't have to lie to me about it. Like, so, yeah. So I was upset that about the lying.
0: That's fair. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't talk to that person anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not for that, particularly, but for lots of things.
0: <laughs> so we have a point. If we're, if we're keeping score now, we have a pretty big point against Charlotte for this episode.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, she shouldn't have lied. Shouldn't have lied. Yeah, if he really thought that, you know, she was. Although, you know,
0: in her defense, like weekend trip to the Hamptons, what are the consequences about? taking a few years off of your age.
1: Well, true, exactly. And, right. and the guy that did it to me, that was kind of his reasoning, too. Sure. Um, but the weekend lasted a lot longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Charlotte and Greg were going to ever sort of expand past their Little Hamptons honeymoon.
1: Right. No, I mean, I'm not that mad at Charlotte yeah, yeah. for lying. Yeah. I just, like, you know,
0: it, it there's just no
1: need for lying.
0: Yeah, it hurts.
1: Um, But, yeah, Greg— Greg seemed charming.
0: He was charming. He was handsome. Except he had that, like, I mean, it was the 90s. So yeah. he had that, like, dumb center part haircut.
1: Oh, yeah. That sucks. Um,
0: <laughs> he should fix. <laughs> Greg, if you're out there, it's 2018, buddy. Fix your hair. Um, oh, yeah. And
1: speaking of Greg, so he invites them to the bonfire party.
0: Which, like, that was such a good move. That's the only thing I could think of when I was in my head. And then (laughs) it was quickly followed up with me remembering that I'm in my twenties. They're all in their thirties, so maybe it wasn't a good move. But I feel like he literally just walked into a house full of women and was like, Hi, I'm sexy, I'm having a bonfire. (laughs) And then that was all he needed to do. It was masterful. Yeah. It was really, really smart and talented
1: from him. And they went.
0: They went. There was no pushback. No. I don't think.
1: Also, I just like, I love a good 90s bonfire. It's like.
0: Everyone was wearing, everyone was wearing white. Yes. Everything was very flowy. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was throwing up. And those are the three things you need at a bonfire, and, in my oh, opinion.
1: And the song that was playing oh, in the God, scene. Oh, was so good. that Boy Slim. It was so good. So good. I
0: watched, so, you know, I haven't seen an episode of. Sex and the City until last night, which is I was doing <laughs> preparation for right. this podcast. Um, but my roommate, which I only found out last night, watched two seasons of Sex and the City behind my back while we were living together. I would he would wait for me to go to bed, and then he would put on Sex and the City because was he embarrassed? I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> He'll have to tell me. So it was me and him. And his girlfriend. And we all sat down on the couch for my first episode of Sex and the City. And as soon as that song started, we all sort of had like like a teleportation (laughs) moment or a time travel moment. We all went back to the late 90s and it was just like we were there. It was great. It was perfect. Yeah. I couldn't have been happier with that song selection.
1: That song is amazing.
0: (sighs) We don't have the budget to put it in the show.
1: (laughs) No. Uh, if I could remember the words, out to praise you like I should. Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> I'm
0: like singing. Is that we're allowed to get there?
1: Yeah, I
0: can't sing, so I'm not going to. Yeah, even no, try.
1: I don't think that was singing when I just did. Okay. Um, wait. So your roommate? How yeah. did you find out?
0: Well, I told him that I was going to come over and and talk to talk to you about Sex and the City today, and <laughs> he was like. I've seen I was like do you want to watch your first episode of Sex and the City with me tonight so we could do this together and he said I've seen this episode of Sex and the City before and I was like what happened this specific episode how and he was like no I've watched two full seasons of Sex and the City he I, he never asked if I wanted to watch with him oh man he like it was scary because you know he was so on it in terms of like Knowing all the character traits and like saying, like, oh my god, you're such a Samantha. And you know, like he was very ingrained in the sex in the city culture. And I felt really left out. Um, and I was offended. And I might call him later and yell at him.
1: Well the question is why why did he just watch the first two seasons? Why hasn't he continued on the journey?
0: I'm not gonna (laughs) say anything bad about sex in the city. Especially because I watched the second to last episode of the second season, and I enjoyed it.
1: Well, they get better. Okay, like I, I definitely think the middle seasons. are Oh,
0: you know why? Really this um, eh, eh. there's an episode of Sex and the City. This might it, he might have watched past the second season. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's an episode where Samantha, maybe I haven't seen it.
1: That's okay.
0: Is dating a guy who's bisexual? She finds out he's bisexual. And she asks all of her friends, like, should I keep dating this guy? I found out that he's dated other men, and all of her friends say no. That's Carrie. Carrie, yes. sorry, my apologies. <laughs> it's fine. This was told to <laughs> this story was told to me by someone who would, anyway. Um, all of Carrie's friends said no, and at the end of the episode, she decided to stop dating him. And I think that that was a point where he was like, I don't agree socially with this show. So I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Especially cuz is the is the showrunner not gay?
1: Um I think so. Yeah.
0: Seems like a weird point of view to put on the show.
1: Yeah, well, it was there were weird point of views on the show a and a lot of stereotypes yeah. and um ah, you know, I've watched the series so many times and we've gone through so many episodes of this show I feel like we've done that episode. Okay. Because um, I think that's the episode with no. Wait. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that's the one with Alanis Morissette.
0: What? She's in the show. Yeah,
1: she's in that episode. Oh,
0: God, I gotta go
1: back and watch all. These. Um and and Carrie uh, gets to make out with that character. What a great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a great moment in TV history.
1: It it really was. Still is. I mean,
0: it's
1: it's forever. TV's forever. Um.
0: (laughs) So is Linus Morissette.
1: I love her so much. I would love her to be on the show. I was just
0: listening to her music (laughs) unironically. Uh, That's a really bad joke. Like certain, but it was on uh, whatever album ironic is on.
1: Okay, jagged little pill.
0: Yes, exactly. The only one that people remember. Um, I
1: I remember a lot of them.
0: I apologize. (laughs) That's just me though. I had it on the car this weekend.
1: Like she still makes albums. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I I think I kind of lost track after like the fourth one. And then I, I bought like one of the last ones.
0: It wasn't up to your. It's just standards. different.
1: You know, I mean, like music changes yeah. and people change and sounds morph into things. other sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sound so smart right now. <laughs> Welcome
0: to Cosmos in the Cosmos.
1: Hello. Um, actually, I think Alanis has her own podcast.
0: Is it about Sex and the City?
1: <laughs> no.
0: How incredible would that be?
1: Uh, but I think her... Because I know she got um, really into other things. <laughs> no. I can't remember. But she has her own podcast. I think she interviews, <laughs> like, doctors. What, and- <laughs> what you
0: just said made it seem like... You knew that she had like a very serious drug problem because you know her personally and forgot that that had not gone out to the press. <laughs> you were like ready to talk about her drug addiction, and then you were like, oh no, no one knows about this. I have to walk myself back. No,
1: no, she hasn't I'm had sure a, she's great. a drug addiction. No, she's perfect. Uh, no, it was just me forgetting what her podcast was about. Okay. But I think she interviews like, she got really into like spirituality and stuff like that. She, I it. think she's always kind she of been like, she pulled a Cat Stevens. Stuff. Um, <laughs> she didn't change her name.
0: Okay, <laughs> hey, you know.
1: Um, I love Cat Stevens.
0: Cat Stevens is great. <laughs>
1: so uh, okay, okay, back on track. Let's see, where are we at? Um, oh yeah, so they're at the bonfire. Carrie meets a groupie of hers. She's like a fan. That's right, she
0: does. She has a fan. Can I be honest with you? Yes. This moment in this episode was a moment where I had... So many feelings because I am, I am that little girl so much right now. <laughs> Just like I'm wandering around Los Angeles, I see people I admire, and I want to walk up to them and ask them to sign this random book or if I can be their assistant. I did, I have done that before. I w- okay. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the, my first week in LA, I needed to get a job. And I, everyone was like, well, you should, you need to get an assistant job. That's like the first job that people get. Right. So I was like, oh, easy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I noticed that a writer that I really liked was moderating a Q&A for this movie that was playing at the Arclight. <laughs> so I bought a ticket. It's like a twenty-five dollar movie ticket. What movie? It was a movie. It was The Invitation. It's like that horror movie where um, these, like this, this couple goes over to their friend's house that they haven't seen in a long time. Yes, it's really fun. Okay. He had nothing to do with the movie. I'm not. I think <laughs> like, his there. friends were the ones who worked on the movie, so he was moderating the panel. <laughs> I just walked up to him after the show, and I was like, "Hey, I think that I'm." New in town, and I should be your assistant. I'm sure I put it better than that. He just looked at me with such confusion because I had no experience. And if you're not in LA right now, there's like a very clear hierarchy that you have to achieve before you can become like the assistant of a famous person. Yes. Um, And I was like, "Hey, I could do your. I could be your assistant. I know how to make a cup of coffee, and I know how to like get things from the printer." And he basically just like laughed and walked away, and I was. He was still embarrassed. No, he was actually very nice. Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't say that.
1: Well, did you ever? Have you? Is that the only person you've ever done that to?
0: That specifically, yes. I've embarrassed myself in much worse ways. I don't think that's embarrassing. No, though. but other things I've done have been more embarrassing.
1: Because if you don't ask for it. Right. How are you going to get it?
0: Which is the, you know, I watched this episode of Sex and the City and I was kind of jealous because immediately she was able to go grab coffee. Um, and I kind of, you know, had to ask <laughs> myself, why, why not me?
1: Well, I kind of did. So one of the producers for Sex and the City, Michael Patrick King... Um, he was at this event that I went to, and uh, he was with a, a writer, another writer on the show, Jenny Bix. And um, I, I was. He like, was a writing
0: producer, or just a. He was a producer. A producer, producer. Okay. yeah,
1: like executive producer. Yeah. And um, Jenny Bix was a, a writer. She wrote. Many great episodes, and uh, they were both at this event. And I like the event was ending. I was already outside, and like I saw them both kind of like skirt off, and like they were just like alone, just like waiting for their Ubers or whatever, like on the side street. And I was like, "This is my shot. (laughs) This is my chance."
0: Oh no, I'm so
1: nervous. (laughs) (laughs) And I and I go up to them, and um, well, I kind of had like a a, I was like kind of pre vetted. Uh, They is if that word makes sense here because earlier in the event um I was like in a, a Miranda costume okay and I had I basically missed the costume competition I walked in right at the very last second because I was getting alcohol and I was like oh, of course <laughs> I it's missed always- it cuz my costume was on point okay and, um, and they didn't
0: look at you and say, you know what, you were shy of the cutoff, but that costume,
1: no, will let you in. Yeah, it was lame, but Bummer. It's fine. So I walk, so I like walked into the semicircle, and they were like, oh, well, you're too late. And then, uh, but they were sitting like right where I was standing, and I kind of look over, and Michael Patrick King's like, oh, look at her, she's so cute. I'm like, hmm, thank you.
0: I'm gonna use this later. <laughs> right?
1: Yeah. So later, when I saw them, it's not. It's like they had seen me before, right? Right. right. So, um, and, you That's, know.
0: That's, okay, now I'm on yeah. board. I'm on board.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I walk up and I'm like, hey, can I get, like, a picture <laughs> with you guys? So I, like, took a picture and they were super nice. Um, and then I was just, like, I had uh, Cosmos in the City cards in my back pocket. Smart. I was like, also, I do a podcast. But <laughs> 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 love is either one of you would, like, Wanted to be on the show, like it's in LA. You know, we could come to you. We can whatever, and they didn't like give me a weird look about it. They were just like, "Oh, this is cool." I was like, "Here, you know, here's my card." You know, um, all right. Well,
0: I hope that if they like are going through their rolodex, which is not <laughs> a thing, if they were if they're going through their rolodex right now and they find your card again and they start listening to an episode. I hope this is the one that they choose <laughs> so that they can hear us talking about them. Yes. And then and then wonder if you bring the story up every episode of your podcast.
1: Uh I don't think every episode. I think I don't feel like I've gone into this much detail okay. about it. Um
0: <laughs> It's relevant to the story that was it, told. Yes,
1: it is. It's relevant. Um obviously they have not contacted me and I don't expect them to. Um but hopefully, you know, if I find somebody else that knows them or, you know, it might take a second day, or third try. One day.
0: I believe in you and I believe in this podcast.
1: <laughs> yes. Um. All right. So, yeah, Laurel, the groupie. I don't know why Carrie gives her her number, but she does. Um, that's nice of her.
0: I think, you know, Laurel said the word mentor. And I think that maybe... You know, I think maybe when you're a working professional and you're kind of like cutting your teeth in the industry, and you know, I don't know how established, um, I, don't, I don't know how I don't know how established uh, Carrie is in this part of the show, but like that's a really big compliment to to give someone. Like, I want you to be my mentor. I value you so much that yeah, you know, I think I could learn a lot from you. So maybe you know she seemed to definitely have a reaction to that word in the app. Ep- maybe this is getting way it's too true. deep no, into right. the into the show. But you know, I think that that meant something. Yes. So she was a little bit more um, accepting and and willing to to just like shepherd her around her Hamptons parties. Or it's her true. New um, York book club.
1: Randomly enough, like I sometimes get emails. Um, from strangers that are like oh i I came across your bubble videos, and um I'm trying to you know become a, a bubbleologist myself like do you have any tips or or um you know how to how to get started blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, oh
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> no, but let me try
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i I do my best. I respond to those yeah. people, but yeah, I guess it is like a nice thing when people see you as um Someone to look up to, right? It's always nice. All right. Um, So Charlotte, she's still acting like she's 27. Um, Oh, yeah. So Carrie goes back to the city for a book signing party. And this is where she meets Bradley Migo, the good on paper guy. Oh, boy.
0: Bradley. He's good on paper, but what I must say is... His chest hair situation is so—I feel like upsetting is a is too harsh of a word, and I—I I really hope he's not listening to this episode of this podcast. He's probably not. <laughs> but truly, it, it's like he has a large donut of hair on his stomach.
1: The actor's name is Patrick Breen.
0: Patrick Breen, right. good friend of the show. <laughs>
1: So I I always knew this guy from Galaxy Quest. Oh. He's he's like one of the alien guys.
0: Maybe that explains the chest hair. <laughs> Sorry. <Evan. laughs> but
1: like I love his character on Galaxy Quest. And so Great. when I saw him and that's like the only movie I knew him from. So when I saw Sex and the City, I was like, "Oh, that's the guy from Galaxy Quest." This is so weird to see him not as an a human. Alien. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's still a little alien-like.
0: He is a little, he's a little stiff. Yeah. But, you know, he plays a rich doctor um, who's older, I think.
1: Probably a little older.
0: He seemed like, he seemed like late 30s, early 40s.
1: But his personality is very, like, very polite, nice, but almost like, I'm polite, nice, but I also do weird stuff at night.
0: Yeah, he said something so strange that now I can't remember for the life of me. Um,
1: Was like, it this the uh, jump on me and take off my pajamas or something? Was it that line? I don't
0: think so, but that, <laughs> now there's two.
1: <laughs> yeah, he. it's just the way he says some things. It's just like...
0: Also, this is maybe... Not 1999 enough of me, but like <laughs> they – I'm getting ahead of myself a little That's bit. That's okay. They slept together, but they didn't sleep together. Right. And I feel like if I were him, I would go sleep on the couch. To avoid something that seems so awkward.
1: Yeah. It was very Dawson's That's Creek.
0: so awkward. Because <laughs> there's, like, obviously something romantic going on between the two of them. But, like, be, because of Carrie's circumstances, she can't sleep where, you know, at her house or the Hamptons Beach yeah. house.
1: Which she could have. I mean. No
0: one wants to get crabs.
1: Yeah, but Miranda and Samantha were still there. Fair enough. Probably. Yeah. I mean, Samantha probably could have found somebody. Right.
0: Maybe she ended up staying with her Nina G. Yeah, I don't know.
1: (laughs) She didn't know about her yet.
0: That's true. (laughs) Ain't gone to that party. What was that (laughs) house, by the way? Like that young twenty-something-year-old girl had a beautiful house for this party.
1: Well, oh, it wasn't her house.
0: It was, but I'm sure she rent. It was expensive.
1: I think so. I think the Hampton Hoedown. um, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is this
0: real? Do you know if this is real?
1: I I would assume that probably something similar okay. to this is real. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of the writers write off of right. true events. So something similar. Probably not a hoedown. That seems a little crazy. <laughs> but I don't know. I've never been to the Hamptons. They do weird shit probably. Because um, that makes sense in like Texas or something.
0: Yeah. It you think maybe they were trying to do something with alliteration, and the first word they could think of was "hoedown."
1: Hoedown, yeah, because what else could it be? Like Hampton, the Hamptons hustle. Oh, so good!
0: You're such a writer. Okay, Um,
1: (laughs) do the hustle, and it could have been like a 70s theme, like a little throwback. Well, we did it.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's have our own Hampton hustle. (laughs) We're going to be rewriting Sex in the City starting from the first episode coming up.
1: Right. But we would rewrite re- it in Los Angeles.
0: Right. In 2018. Yeah. For us to play all the roles.
1: I don't know if anybody notices this, but so for the Cosmos in the City um, artwork, that's actually Los Angeles buildings.
0: Oh, yeah. That is like the U.S. Bank building, maybe?
1: I think so. Yeah. Um, I didn't use. New York City buildings because we're not in New York.
0: Too expensive. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) to get that picture of New York. Too
1: expensive. Too small. Uh, No, this is a free image that I. And then I did stuff to it. I made it. I made the artwork. It looks great. Thanks. And I got this big poster printed um, from the um, Staples. (laughs) (laughs) Which are actually pretty. They're not that expensive. You'd think that big posters. Yeah, I feel like it was like. Fifteen bucks or something. Oh, my gosh. For a big poster.
0: I'm going, okay. <laughs>
1: going right now.
0: Do you know what the rest of my day looks like now?
1: <laughs> oh. I have
0: things to do, but I won't do them.
1: <laughs> no, go to Staples. going
0: to be at Staples all day.
1: Uh, yeah, so I think it's like um a billionaire puts on this party.
0: I see. And, and she hires... just happened to be organizing it.
1: Yeah, so they be- hire this a makes PR so person. person. You know? Yeah, the plan. That. Like a party planner. What would
0: I do if I weren't here? I would have been so confused at yeah. home by myself. Because she's doing PR. Yeah. For some reason, my limited view of publicity was like publicists in Los Angeles doing things for celebrities. I forget that there's like a real career here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can plan parties because then you got to get people to those parties. Right. So you have to know people.
0: Public relations. Public
1: relations. Well. And she probably didn't like. You know, plan everything. She probably hired a party planner too. And she was like working with that person. Yeah. That's what I would do. I mean, I could, I could. Th-
0: there were could several, try. there were several things that I didn't like about this episode that I was going to bring up at the end. And that was one of them. And thank you for clarifying now. I feel of,
1: okay. Great.
0: <laughs> that's not true. I actually liked most of the things in the episode. What we should, what we should talk about though is, um, Miranda, she's twenty-seven. Charlotte. Charlotte. Oh <laughs> gosh. I'll get there. Charlotte's twenty-seven. And they she like keeps running around in the sun with all of these guys. Yes. Specifically Greg. Greg. And everyone else is kind of pointing out like how she's gonna get cancer. Like, she's going to get skin cancer. There's a moment where they're all out on the beach, and they're like, oh, my God. Charlotte's about to get skin cancer. Like, she's going to die. Yeah. And it's going to be really funny because she's <laughs> pretending to be younger than she is. Just, like, just like dog ear that. We're going to come back to it, but that's kind of the point in the episode where we are. I think we skipped over it. I think that's, oh, that's important.
1: I mean, yeah, we can talk about that. Well, because we got to no, I mean, talk that's about. All, that's my whole thing. Oh, well. Well let's get into that yeah. a little bit. I think it's because like when you're a woman or a man in your early twenties, the sun you don't you don't really burn all the time unless you're like really fair skinned, but it's
0: <laughs> one time I got a sunburn. I was in high school, I went outside to eat lunch for a half an hour and I came back with a sunburn. Well So
1: <laughs> Well I guess well, okay. So for me, though, like, my life when I like. was young, it's like, you know, I would wear like four, like SPF four okay. or eight, you know, and like that's all I needed. Mm-hmm. But now I use like 75. Right. Because I don't want.
0: I thought it was very funny that <laughs> they were putting on like SPF 34 or something and they someone made a comment of, I didn't realize it went that high. And I was like. I'm putting just on SPF like 100. 150. Though <laughs> <So> I feel <laughs> like I did
1: read an article that said like anything above like 50 doesn't sure it anything. mean anything.
0: Yeah. makes me feel better though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. the key.
1: So yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's just like an age thing. They're just kind of like, you know, if she's not going to take care of her skin now when she's 50, she's going to look like a wrinkly bag.
0: She's, yeah. They said she was going to be leathery. Yes, which is fair.
1: Well, I've seen um
0: Kristen Davis. Ladies. No, <laughs> I was going to say
1: I saw her at this event, and um, she does not look like leather. She no. looks the same. She actually yeah. still looks freaking twenty-seven.
0: Here we are, nineteen years later. It's she, unfair.
1: She looks great.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> so, oh yeah, so they're at the beach under this big yellow umbrella, mm-hmm. and. Bradley Migo is, like, supposed to meet Carrie at the beach. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where we see his hairiness.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Here's my problem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) With (laughs) hairiness?
0: With his hair specifically. I think that if you're a man and you're going to be shirtless, you either need to make sure that your hair is, like, And even coverage and like nice and properly landscaped or it just like shouldn't be – it shouldn't be there. It's called chest hair, right? Yeah. So you want maybe a little hair on the chest but his – all of his hair was on his stomach and I just found it to be so shocking. It was very distracting for me and I don't know why. Well. Did you not have a problem with this?
1: Um, I mean – not really, because oh, I mean, I've seen like really hairy people. That was
0: like the big thing that I was going to bring to this episode.
1: And it's really back hair is like...
0: Back hair is definitely uh, a problem. Chest
1: hair, stomach hair, uh, back It just hair, looked like woof. he didn't know
0: what he was doing with himself, and I, I found that offensive. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, you know, he's in his 30s. He's a doctor. He's rich. Like, take care of yourself.
1: Yeah, but I mean, but that goes to women, too. It's like, you know... Like,
0: no, I mean, I mean, him and Carrie were walking down the beach like not five minutes afterward, and I was like, you know, she should be with someone else.
1: <laughs> he's too hairy for her.
0: She, she, he's too hairy. She's gorgeous. This doesn't work for me. Uh, it was a miss. <laughs> I think they were a misconnection.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: he's very nice though.
1: He is very nice. Good on paper. I
0: can't make my mind up about him. Good on paper.
1: All right. So the last thing before we get to the hoedown party, um, Charlotte gets crap So this is a
0: big moment <laughs> in the episode for several reasons, right? Charlotte gets crabs. I brought up skin cancer. Yes. And I also brought up earlier that I thought this episode was really well written. She comes in and she's like, there's a tick on my stomach and I can't get it off. And I was like, that makes sense. They're in the Hamptons. Like there's ticks and stuff. Yeah. I assume.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I
0: think they have heard of that before. (laughs) Maybe. Um, And I was like, oh, there's a tick on your stomach and you can't get it off. It's got to be like a weird mole that you got. Because you now have skin cancer. I'm sure that's not how skin cancer works. I'm just not smart enough to know that. So my brain was like, oh, look at that little plant and that payoff. And then they were like, just kidding. We're subverting your expectation of what this is. She has crabs. Also, Greg is a scumbag. John, your hopes have been (laughs) dashed.
1: Yes. And I don't even know how crabs work, per se. (laughs) Um,
0: I've I've never had crabs, thankfully.
1: I was gonna look it up, but I didn't. I was yeah, scared because no I was uh, like, well, the first thing I mean, that would happen are gonna be horrible pictures.
0: Um, what did you want me to Google? I'll do it.
1: Oh no, you don't have to, because <laughs> I'm just saying. Like he <laughs> gave them to her, but like, do for men? Is it like the same type of symptoms? Like is he itchy too, or is he just a carrier? That's how it I mean. is.
0: I believe it's not like HPV. <laughs> I think that he's probably itchy too. Okay. Um what I'll say is like there's <laughs> god damn it if Greg didn't know he had he knew he he had crabs. He knew he had, he had crabs. Yeah, he, no, he, had he, crabs. he didn't care. He was like I'm going to drop these crabs off at the beach and go back home to wherever he's from.
1: Yeah. And also they kind of um allude to her having Something because she's like, I have to go and change out of my bathing suit. I'm just like all itchy. From oh my the sand. gosh, they did
0: say that. Yeah. I thought that was a really weird moment. And now that you put it in context, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Huh. I've Good seen writing the on show, a show a lot. Yeah. Good writing.
1: Good writing. Um, yes. Again, also though, like they went and burned all the sheets and stuff. Like, is that, I mean.
0: Is so, it that okay, two. Two crabs novices are going to talk through what crabs is like. <laughs> if it's anything like bed bugs, which can't be, right? It, right, no. <laughs> it seemed like she was like, I'm not sleeping there. I don't know where those crabs are going. I don't know where they've been. Like,
1: I feel like it would only be like, like human in, skin. like. And also the doctor said pubicide or something. So I'm right. thinking like in right. the hair.
0: But they burn the sheets. So it seems like if they're burning sheets, there there might be something, some problems in a mattress or something. I don't know. What I'll say is, I don't blame Carrie for not wanting to sleep there anymore.
1: Yeah. I'll Even
0: see. if that fear is irrational, who wants crabs?
1: No, no. I, I don't. I, and also, like, how long does that take to clear up? Weeks. Yeah, ooh, I don't know. I
0: mean, the good thing about crabs is that, like, they... You're not going to have crabs forever. That's true. Thank God.
1: Yeah, if you get an STD, that's the one you want. Right? Yeah, I think that's what I heard. Or like
0: herpes because apparently everyone has herpes. No,
1: that lasts forever. Yeah,
0: but do, do, have you not heard? Maybe this was just like a rumor that people spread in high school because they wanted was. people to be like, no, it's fine, I have herpes, everyone has herpes. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I went to a really weird
0: high school. Um, yeah, I heard that everyone has herpes, like a, like a really mild like whether you know it or not like herpes is so common and you can get it as like a child or something (laughs) okay well
1: maybe (laughs) you're right I can't I I don't know for sure I know that there's two like two different types of herpes right there's like genital herpes but then like some people have oral
0: herpes oral
1: herpes right yeah and uh also I don't know if this is true (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> I need to go back to health class. Uh, the health system in America is failing Not us. great. Um, I heard that if you have mouth herpes and then you, you know, do oral sex with someone, then they're going to get genital herpes. But I don't know if that's true.
0: I don't see why. why not. <laughs> right? Because isn't the only way to oh god we know so little I, know. I was about to say isn't the only way to get oral herpes is by a performing oral sex No I
1: actually think can that Can you
0: make out with someone and get oral herpes from I them? actually
1: think you can Oh my
0: gosh how tragic
1: That's why you're not supposed to drink after people Oh my
0: gosh I thought that was just like mono and meningitis No I And strep You can get
1: strep drinking after
0: don't drink anything After ever. People. No, just in general. You don't know ever. where that's been. I just did a quick Google search and it does appear that not everyone has herpes. Okay, so. great.
1: <laughs> All right. You heard it here, guys. Not everybody has herpes. This podcast
0: herpes. is transitioning to a health podcast. It is,
1: you know, it's about sex in the city. That's We're actually, talking about you're sex. You're making a very good point here. So in the city today is the Hamptons. So they get to the party. Yes. Everybody's wearing weird outfits, like
0: Be- gorgeous,
1: gorgeous outfits.
0: I thought so. Oh, um, this is the party. Never uh, mind. The down They're the just ho-down. wearing
1: like cowgirl hats, right? And like bandeau tops, right. and And um, long dresses, like beach attire with cowgirl hats. And some people are wearing like western shirts. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I mean, it was pretty standard. Yeah. Nothing, nothing out of control. Not like the bonfire, which is what I thought you were talking about earlier.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: The bonfire. Everyone was immaculately dressed in like the flowiest of flows.
1: And just like everybody, it
0: looked like Carrie was wearing a towel, but she wasn't.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. At the bonfire. Yeah. No, she just throughout the episode, she had this like white linen like long sleeve shirt. I loved it. Tying, but at first I was like, "Why are you wearing a towel?" Yeah, she just kept tying it weird ways because you know, it's Carrie. She's quirky she knows. in her fashion. She knows.
0: She's ahead of the time.
1: <laughs> Fashionable, um, yeah. So everybody, I guess, is at this cool party, right. and we find out that Nina G. Public Relations is the one that put it on. So Samantha's just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this!" Um, and Samantha goes to congratulate her because she's like. I might need her to hire me someday. Exactly.
0: A, a rare, according to my roommate, a very rare, humble moment from Samantha where she's not kind of like on the top of her game.
1: It was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which I thought was interesting. Roommate For like, has from, good insight. Right? He's seen two seasons of the show. From, you know, a character who, like, is just so, not only is she confident, but she also just like, she like kind of knows she's... A badass, right? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Totally. So it's funny to see her be like, well, you know, you, know, you do this thing I don't want to do.
1: Yeah, I thought that was very humble of her. Very human. Moment. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, but lucky for Samantha, um, <laughs> at, right after she does that, everything starts to kind of fall apart for this girl. Um, and the girl asks Samantha for help. Samantha, the fireworks are going off. I don't I don't know what to do. And Samantha's just like, everybody go outside. <laughs> That's what you do. Super easy
0: solution. Just got to act like it <laughs> happened on purpose. Yes,
1: just help people to go outside and watch the fireworks.
0: Easy.
1: Um, But yeah, the best moment is when Samantha's like, oh, Nina. Oh, Greg.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the moment where this episode went from good to great. Yes. When Samantha really just pulled that. Uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Like it was such, it was like evil wing manning. It was so good.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: Because there, there are two characters that had not appeared together in the show before. Right. We had seen them separately, but and you didn't even realize that their personalities were kind of similar, and they just like fit so well together at the end of the episode. And and now Nina's going to get her, uh, Crabs, and it's going to be great.
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like nobody. You know, it's like Samantha did something mean and nobody will even know.
0: She, it was, it was, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, it was a perfect revenge. Yeah. I think revenge is inappropriate.
1: Yeah. To both of them. Like two birds, one stone.
0: Right. Now Greg has to deal with Nina (laughs) being kind of annoying.
1: Yeah. But she's going to get crabs anyway.
0: We should talk about. The conversation that uh, Greg and Charlotte have on the stairs at the party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's important. In that, (laughs) God damn it, Greg. (laughs) I was rooting for Greg. He said something. He said something. He was like, And I paused the show.
1: What did he say?
0: I can't can't remember what his exact words were, but he said something like, she said, I can't believe you gave me crabs. And he said, well, you lied to me. And that's when I paused it. And I turned to my roommate and I was like, did this asshole really just compare giving someone crabs to lying to them about their age? And he was like, yeah. And I unpaused it. And then the next thing out of his mouth was, and it's way worse to lie to someone about your age. And that was the moment where I think like, I wish I was at the party and I could throw Greg over those stairs. Yeah. Because like, he honey, lied child. too. It's also like, isn't it not a felony to like lie about having an STD and then give someone an STD? Do like, um, you have to tell someone? It
1: keeps changing. I don't
0: know what the laws are. Yeah, they keep
1: tell changing. Tell people that
0: you have a problem, people. Or just like, you've got crabs. Not you. <laughs> if you've got crabs, just wait.
1: Yeah, just it's all good.
0: And like, I mean, I hope that
1: Greg is getting medicine too. I mean, that's right. (laughs) Because otherwise, everybody at this party is going to get crabs.
0: Wouldn't that be a great season finale (laughs) of this? (laughs) We watched the second to last episode of this season. If the season finale was that everyone got crabs, everybody got
1: crabs. Crab, or or just like a passing thing on the news. Right. (laughs) The whole thing of Hamptons got... uh, Oh, boy.
0: See, okay, so stay tuned for when we rewrite all of Sex and the City.
1: Influx at the doctor's office this week when everybody in the
0: Hamptons
1: (laughs) got crabs. Got crabs. What's the scientific name for crabs?
0: (sighs) Back to Google.
1: (laughs) Um, Let's see. So... We got to talk about, let's talk about Miranda. Uh, Miranda doesn't, like, nothing really happens with Miranda. There's no guy interest for her. It's called
0: pubic life. She's,
1: oh, it's just called pubic life.
0: Sorry, jumping back in. <laughs> sorry to derail no, this that's conversation. Okay. Yes, yeah, so no one's into Miranda. Um, Miranda's just about. She's living a very fun, judgy, I don't give a shit, like, <laughs> I'm single and I'm happy life. That's yeah. what I got from her <laughs> this week.
1: Yeah, totally. She's just like, you know, having fun with the girls. Yeah. Um, I love she, her whole like um Hey everybody, fresh seafood and corn for dinner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she yeah, she she I love that she didn't need to be upset that she was single, right? Like yeah. so often you would ha- in a show you would have that character be like, "Oh, no, I'm so single. Like you guys are all like with your boyfriends, and I can't find anyone. I'm depressed and sad, and that was never even like spoken of. Yeah, I loved it. It
1: was great.
0: I loved it. So another really, I wanted with more. Her, I wanted more from her. Like she was sassy at the right times. She was judgy. She rolled her eyes at the right times when like the audience was rolling their eyes. Yeah. Um. And I was sad that she wasn't in the episode. <laughs> quite honestly.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, not a heavy Miranda episode, but um
0: they can't all be.
1: But no, but she played uh, good parts, especially um the last scene where we get to see her play the best friend to Carrie. So the big thing that happens, the big thing that happens in this episode is Carrie runs into Big. That's
0: right. Great pun at the top of that sentence.
1: <laughs> and, I mean, this is monumental. So the last time we saw Big, uh, he had they had broken up. He had gone off to Paris for work. We didn't know when he was coming back.
0: What classic romantic interest <laughs> breaks up and goes to Paris?
1: Yeah, and How so rude. Carrie is just like, I mean, this just destroys her because she's right. Like, Not
0: only does she run into him at this party, but. She runs into him with someone else, another
1: girl, a younger girl.
0: TBH. I definitely was like, Why is this old man here with his daughter <laughs> at this party? That's super weird. And then I find out who he is, and then I find out who she is. Yeah, very he's weird. He's
1: like 20 years older than mm-hmm. her.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, because I thought she was a teenager, this girl. Although she was alluded to be like 25, 26, 27. Well, the episode. other thing.
1: Like he doesn't know how old he like, like he don't know how old yeah, he Yeah, I was going to bring is. that up.
0: <laughs> she, he absolutely does. That was a tactic. Yeah,
1: 26, 27. Oh, yeah, I don't
0: know. She's like 25, 26, 27. Who knows? He says
1: 26, 27, but then we find out, Carrie eventually finds out and she's 25. Oh. Yeah, and that's so the I bet age bet he does. So I
0: bet he does know how old she is. Oh,
1: yeah, he's slime. For sure.
0: He's slime. Until *Sex in the City* the movie,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he's, he's kind of a slime ball in that movie okay. too.
1: Um, but he—he's got his good moments. Uh, yeah, it's just—it's just crazy um, that the he's perfect there. Storm. Yeah, and so Carrie's just devastated. Goes out to the beach, starts just throwing up, and Miranda, you know, being the best friend she is, is just like, "Oh my God, what's wrong?" And like Bigs, there, he's back from Paris. He's got a new girlfriend. She's twenty five.
0: She's twenty five.
1: Twenty six. Actually, she says twenty six. Then we find out she's twenty five.
0: So she lied about her age too. What a common thread.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like that's just, uh, to see your ex boyfriend with the new girl. Ugh, it's the worst.
0: And not only that, but, like, then to have to go and talk to him. Because if – if maybe this is me. If you see your ex with someone new, the best thing to do is just to, like, turn around and leave. But, like, then, you know, Carrie goes up and talks to him for, like, a good minute or two. That's not easy.
1: Well, she's just so, like – she's just, like, confused. Like, yeah. why is he here? Right. She's just in shock. Right. She's in big shock.
0: So. Good on her, though. I would have run.
1: Um, what would I have done? I think I would have had to say something. Really? Yeah. Cause I, I would have been <laughs> like,
0: oh, you know, maybe that's just – maybe that is just his assistant. Maybe that's just some waitress that is at this party that he needs something from. Maybe that's just, my tendency is to try to explain away every bad thing that's happening to me.
1: Well, that's the other shitty thing is that the way that Carrie talks to him about her is like, oh, well, she's 26. This isn't going to last very long. Mm -hmm. She's just in her head thinking like, this Mm -hmm. is just a fling. You know, call me, whatever, you know, maybe I'll see you back in the city. Right. You know. He's not like, oh, I promise I'll call.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't like big on this show.
1: <laughs> well, not in this episode. <laughs> no. Because like, cause how long had the, he had been back? He'd been back probably for like two weeks or more.
0: That's and, long enough.
1: And he just, yeah. Give me a call. Exactly.
0: Please. <laughs> I deserve it.
1: Hey, everyone. There is more Cosmos on the way. But first, a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. All right. Well, guess what it's time for? Segment time. It's segment time. All right. First up. Okay. Since we're talking about them, good big, bad big. Good big, bad big. So what do you think? I think think we
0: know. We know. Bad big.
1: (laughs) Bad big. Bad big. big. What the hell were you thinking? Come on.
0: You know what? And like part of me wants to think that it was intentional. It was. I don't know if it could have been because, like, how would he know that they're going to be in the Hamptons this weekend?
1: Oh, yeah. No, I don't think that was intentional.
0: But he definitely intentionally lied about her age. He was super coy. He was like, he did that thing where he's like, oh, yeah, I'll call you. It's not going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: Bad big. Bad He's just covering his own ass. Bad big.
1: All right. Now let's choose our hottie of the week. Oh, The week. All right. So who are we feeling? I
0: don't know. I really don't like either of them at this point. I feel like we can only choose between Greg and uh, Harry Dr. Guy. Uh,
1: Bradley Migo. (laughs)
0: Bradley Migo.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can throw Bing in there too, but.
0: If Greg had just had crabs and he hadn't said that giving someone crabs was not as bad. As lying about their age. It would have been Greg by a landslide.
1: Yeah.
0: It's still Greg. <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of the episode, he's still useful. You know what I mean?
1: That's true. We can
0: go give Nina crabs and it makes us feel better about ourselves. Yeah. Also, he's more attractive.
1: He is more attractive, which is, you know, segment is hottie of the week. Right. Um. Also... He's 26. You know, he's still young, stupid. He's got to have redeeming qualities eventually in life, right? I'm 24. I mean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he'll find himself. If not at the Hamptons, maybe somewhere else, you know. Um, He won't have crabs forever. This is probably a singular experience that he'll learn learn from, you know. Um, And he was. When you're 26, you need to frame your relationships with other people. So, you know, he was probably looking for a different kind of relationship that weekend than the one that he found. Had this been any (laughs) other time, I'm sure Greg would have been stoked to have had a relationship with an older woman. Yeah. You know? But it just was the wrong weekend for them. The
1: wrong weekend. It was
0: the wrong weekend. I'm giving Greg the benefit of the doubt.
1: All right.
0: He's my hottie of the week. The
1: hottie of the week. Even
0: though he's kind of a scumbag.
1: Is Greg with crabs. Let's well, see. hang on. Who's
0: your Who's your hottie of the week? Oh, I agree. Okay, good.
1: Yeah, All right. Greg. Yeah. Okay, now let's discuss some crimes of fashion with our next segment, Who Wore What Why? What? Why? Alright, so what? Fashion? Call your eye.
0: Well, we I mean, we've talked about I may have just accidentally preempted all of these segments. That's fine. We talked about this great flowy white dress.
1: I think it was a shirt.
0: Was it a shirt? Yeah. I swear there was a dress at the bonfire. No, it was like a shirt. It looked like a towel. Maybe she was only wearing like bikini bottoms or something.
1: So she tied like the arms of the shirt like around her. But
0: then she had like something coming out from the top down.
1: Oh, maybe. I don't
0: know. I thought it was incredible. <laughs> there was also a scene when they were walking to the bus at the beginning of the episode where none of the leads were wearing bras. And I was like, what is this? This is the 1990s to a T. Oh, yeah.
1: It was very nice. Spectacular. And like Miranda was in all green. Like uh, I think uh, Samantha was like in all like a pink color. Yeah.
0: It was the middle of the summer. They were wearing like long sleeve sweaters. It was weird.
1: <laughs> I think that was done to, to have the contrast between... Thirty something women right. and twenty something girls, right. yeah. Because then Charlotte comes in wearing like a cute little dress, nineties dress, you know, like white and. How dare she? Yeah, so it's like she's trying to be the twenties girl,
0: and she was a twenties girl. Yes, for the episode. <laughs> this
1: episode, um, I, I just this uh, the bathing suit that Carrie wore. She wore these like long board shorts.
0: Yeah, were she like did. And I kind of liked choice. them. I was kind of into them. You didn't like them?
1: No, I liked them. I just like. <laughs> I just every time I watch this episode, I'm like, why though? Is she? The wearing funny
0: them? thing is, they're so they wouldn't look good on anyone, but Carrie. Yeah,
1: she's pulling it. She's off. She's
0: pulling them off. But I also I'm like trying to picture them on a man. No, doesn't work. They're too long and weird and boxy.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and like, what other woman is going to wear those? I don't know. I don't know. But there was the scene where her and Harry Doctor, don't remember his name, never going to, are walking down the (laughs) beach. And, yeah, no, she outclassed him in every category, including outfit. Yeah. He had these, like, tragic maroon board shorts on that were not working. They had, like, a weird diamond pattern on them. I could be remembering wrong. They were lame. They were not not
1: good. They were mirroring his personality. (laughs) They really were. Um, I also, during the beach scene, really liked uh, Samantha Miranda's shoes. They were wearing these, like, mules. Okay. Because I, I always look at their shoes when I can. Um, and Miranda's was, like, these electric blue, like, cool mules. And then, of course, Samantha's were, like, leopard print or Perfect. something. Perfect. Perfect. So very 90s. Very in style right now. Bring them back. Oh, they're back. Mules are back. They're back. Yeah. All right, now let's discuss some wordplay with Pun of the Week. Pun of the Week.
0: Pun of the Week was so good, (laughs) it wasn't even said out loud. Oh, yeah. Just like the cut from Charlotte talking about her weird tick on her stomach. To the crabs being dumped into a pot of boiling water was the best thing that happened in the show this week. Yes. It was so good and so funny, and it was kind of quick, and I almost missed it until my roommate started cracking up, and I was like, oh my God, this is hilarious because I still thought it was skin cancer. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, no, it's perfect. It went from, yeah, it went from shot of the crabs to the shot of like sheets falling from a second story window which felt very 1990s (laughs) um that was the only pun that i grabbed
1: yeah no it's great and actually uh, it took me a a couple of years to like get that joke yeah because like when i watched it in college like i you know i just didn't it didn't hit me like crabs
0: right there they are there they are visually trying to tell you something
1: actual crabs so yeah
0: great writing A plus
1: great visuals. Here's a a newer segment. I can't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. So now, like, are there any questions that went unanswered during this episode?
0: Here's my question: What happens to Carrie's little admirer girl?
1: Oh, we never see her again.
0: What happened with her? She was great. (laughs) She was so eager to please. Oh
1: yeah, we didn't. She
0: was always trying to grab people at Cosmo.
1: We didn't talk about that she is a virgin.
0: She's also a virgin. Which, like (laughs) I'm so glad they addressed it in the episode. Because at one point Carrie says, like, So why do you like my writing so much? (laughs) And that was the question that I had. Yeah. And I don't know if we even really got a satisfying answer.
1: No, we didn't. Like, cause they they paused it. Like, she was about to answer, and that's when Charlotte comes in. Like, I got a tick.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, that's right.
1: So, yeah, why, why does this girl like Carrie's column? What's with
0: this girl? Maybe she just needs to live vicariously through this column while she saves herself for marriage. She wants to, like, have an experience of someone in a relationship in their 20s and early 30s while she's not living that experience.
1: Yeah, it seemed weird. It was, like, it was kind of almost hypocritical. It's like she... She kind of, her views on sex are very much against what Carrie's views are, but she still likes reading Carrie's column. And
0: to the point of like worshiping Carrie, almost a little bit, which that's probably what makes it feel hypocritical.
1: Exactly. Because she's like,
0: oh my gosh, I love your column so much. Like you're incredible. Please sign this book, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Did she ask for her signature in the book or was it the doctor? Some <laughs> Carrie at one point signed a book that wasn't hers, and it bothered me. Yeah, that was, a Bradley it was the Bradley Miko. It was Bradley Miko because he wanted her number, which made sense. But at the same time, Actually, I was she like,
1: she thought she was being cute. Yeah, maybe because that's like the only paper that was the closest paper available. Sure, this is before it's cell phones. Like, don't like, you I'm know? Don't
0: please don't sign someone's book it's not <laughs> yours. You didn't write it. Stop doing that. Um, I get it a little bit,
1: but yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to that girl. I guess she went on to write her memoir.
0: Yeah, she's just now a little a Carrie Bradshaw.
1: Yeah, but like the opposite,
0: right? She's
1: she's like Brad, uh, Carrie Bradshaw's like nemesis,
0: right? She's she's dark Carrie Bradshaw.
1: Yeah. All right, we've okay. arrived. You're such a. You're such a. So now we get to decide which of the main four characters did you most identify with in this episode.
0: So maybe it's because this is my first episode of Sex and the City, and this character happened to not be in Sex and the City very often, so it kind of felt like she wasn't really part of the group. Right. Right? But um, I emailed you. I felt like a like Miranda this week, <laughs> only because I feel like Miranda was really giving us—she was asking the audience's questions. She was like, what is happening with these people? This place is very weird. She was witty and sarcastic. I really appreciated her. I wanted more. That's all.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that. Like, you're such a Miranda.
0: Right. I but from the, <laughs> I think the first, I think from the first, that's a, that's a very, you know, we all watch Sex and the City, On um, <laughs> the listeners of this podcast. We all know that it's a trope to, like pick a character from Sex and the City and be them. So from the second Miranda opened her mouth, I was like, okay, I think I'm a Miranda. And then I had to cling on to that for the rest of the episode and I really feel like it paid off for me. Yeah, Yeah.
1: totally. Yeah. Um, I think in this episode, this might sound weird, but I actually think I'm a Charlotte in this episode. Okay. Even though I was against Charlotte lying, um, I definitely had that moment before where I was like, hey. Hey friends. This might be the last time right. we can be like friends. Yeah. Like we are right now. Let's go have
0: And then as soon as all of your friends agreed to join you, you decided that you were gonna have a fling with another boy and totally ignore them for the rest of the episode.
1: Um not the whole time.
0: <laughs> okay, so there's some truth here.
1: Uh, good. Yeah. Why does she do that? That's so crazy. It is weird.
0: It is a little bit of a departure from like what the setup was.
1: Yeah. Well, the, they get another hurrah. They have a couple That's more. That's true. They have a hurrah in, in Atlantic City coming up. We need that. Plus,
0: there's like four <laughs> more seasons of the show.
1: Yeah, the, there's time um, for more hurrahs. But yeah, I, th- I think I'm such a Charlotte. Is that what's home? Yeah, that fits. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. That's That's the episode.
0: We made it through.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you for this experience. (laughs) I now have, you know, like 25 episodes of television to watch so that I can get caught up to this episode that I just watched.
1: And then we'll keep going.
0: And then we'll keep going.
1: All right. I hope to be
0: a recurring guest on the show.
1: (laughs) Hey, we probably will need you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's the episode. That's it. (laughs) That's it.
0: We got through it. We picked our people. We did a good job. I think. (laughs) Oh, no.
1: Okay. (laughs) Well, till next time.
0: (laughs) Bye. Bye.
1: Well, that's the episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And I want to thank a few people that make this show possible. John Fredette for the music. You can check him out at johnfredette.com. John Costa, our amazing guest. Terrence Deutsch, producer, and everyone over at Boardwalk Audio. Again, if you like what you hear and want to show us some love, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Cosmos and the City, or on Twitter at CATC Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please go like, rate, and subscribe. It really allows our podcast to grow. And if you have any thoughts, any opinions, any ideas, Etc. You can email us at cosmosandthecity at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Thanks so much, guys, and we'll catch you next week. Cheers.